spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Oh my goodness, you know, when I play that song, a whole lot of things happen uh, for me. Obviously, uh, for years and years and years, Thomas, wasn't that song used for the on post ad, the kind of first little kind of tinkle of music to remind people to start buying your stamps and get your stuff ready for Christmas Absolutely or something like that? Absolutely, it was. That's a long time ago. Oh my God, yeah. we're joined in studio by Thomas McCarthy from the Cork Youth Orchestra and by the co-leaders, Emerny Kaelicker and Ellen Crowley. You're all so welcome into studio this morning. Thank um, you. But we're not talking about, you know, postcards, although that could be something we could uh, remind people to get cracking on now. We're here because ye are getting together for once again the incredible series of concerts from the Cork Youth Orchestra in City Hall. Um, and everyone associates the snowman and the live playing of music to the film of the snowman with sort of the start of Christmas. So it's literally just around the corner. So, um, Imer, when did you actually start rehearsing? The snowman straight away when we came back in September straight away it was right into the snowman a Christmas festival sleigh ride everything Christmas along with um Killian Donnelly songs for the nighttime concert straight away got cracking it was really exciting some people say it's a bit early for Christmas songs but we're ready for it by September absolutely well I guess the thing is if you're going to be ready to perform the rehearsal has to happen beforehand and exactly. if the rehearsal is going to like how big is the orchestra now at this stage Ellen I think there's about 150 people in the orchestra 150 people in the orchestra this year. So very big. But huge. Yeah. Huge. And I mean, to, to marshal all of that into rehearsals and make sure everything is as professional sounding as it is by the time the concerts come around, as it always is, it does take months of rehearsals. So every Saturday night? Yeah. Every Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> half seven till seven mm-hmm. o'clock, sorry, till half nine we're rehearsing. Yeah. And we do sectionals as well, which they bring tutors in who are great and they really break everything up into small sections. So we have every small bit really well rehearsed. You see, I suppose for people listening to us, like we've talked about loads of different orchestra things before and I'm a former orchestra player so I know what it's like uh, preparing things but other people listening will go, what do you mean? Sectionals? What was that? So, can I give, pull back the curtain maybe a little bit behind what happens in an orchestra rehearsal? So, Imar, I'll start with you. Like, what do you mean by sectionals? Tell people what what actually happens when you're going to build a piece for an orchestra. So, well, in a, in an orchestra, there's lots of different sections with different instruments. So there's like strings, woodwind, brass, percussion. Um, so sectionals is essentially breaking all of those sections up into first violins, second violins, violas, cellos, double bass, all the woodwind separate, flutes, bassoons, oboes, everyone separate. And they each have a different tutor in different rooms and they're just working on their specific part so that they really know what they're doing in their part. And then in the evening when we all come together for the evening rehearsal, everything's very tight and everything's all together because everyone's really rehearsed their own part. 
And there's a kind of a, a, a real intensity, isn't there, Ellen, yeah. to those individual rehearsals? Because, you know, during the day, you really have to nail it down. If there's a tricky bar where the notes are so tiny and so thick together because they're so fast, everyone is there furiously, the eyebrows are furrowed and you're all into that. And then the magic of coming together for the nighttime. Definitely, yeah. The pieces are sounding unreal at this point with all the work we've put in. So it's great. And what are the sort of uh, programme pieces that you've chosen now that you're going to be playing with Killian Donnelly coming back to mm. sing in Cork? My God. Yeah. So we're playing a good few musical theatre songs with him. A few from Les Mis, like Stairs or Bring Him Home. Um, we've Love Changes Everything, This Is The Moment. Loads of really nice pieces with him. And then our concerts during the day, we're playing The Snowman, obviously. And we have a Christmas festival, sleigh ride and loads of other Christmas pieces as well. Yeah. Just so yeah. much. <laughs> You know, and like the thing is, all of ye as an orchestra have had the most incredible number of years of experience, you know, because I know how Tomas and Terry McCarthy would have worked so hard, particularly over the time of COVID, to kind of keep the orchestra united, even though you were all apart and everything like that. And the kind of uh, initiatives that they took on as an orchestra within the whole movement. Because then he hit the ground running, getting ready for that incredible tour in Italy we were talking about back in the summer. So, like, to, to come back from that and then the two of you to hit straight into Leaving Cert, whilst then at the weekends preparing to play in an orchestra for one of the stars of the West End returning to Cork at Christmas. Uh, like, it's a, it's some year, isn't it? 2023. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. And, like, we're so grateful to have had that opportunity because, like, even... I was saying to my friends who are also in the orchestra or like past members of the orchestra who were with us last year, um, it was just unreal to look out at a square in Florence and see like it completely packed with people to hear us play, like an orchestra from Cork and Ireland and you know, they're all Italian and it's just absolutely mad and it was an amazing experience for us to all have together because we look back on it and we're all like, I can't believe that we did that and that we did that together. And that there was such good support for us as well. Um, we had tons of like group leaders and tutors with us and it was just like amazing. And without them, we wouldn't have been there completely. I know ahead of tours like that, we talked with Tomas and the gang before about the logistics of taking, you know, trucks of instruments across the continent. And there were uh, different businesses in Cork sponsoring vans to drive like through the night and take things across on the ferry and set things up around Italy ahead of all the different concert performances. But like... Like that, you you just kind of capture, and I know there were videos shared online and people can go back into the Cork Youth Orchestra Facebook pages and social media pages to see recordings of what happened on those, you know, balmy summer nights in the mm. uh, plazas in Italy mm. where people stopped in their tracks and sat down on pre-prepared chairs or the sides of fountains and, you know, lay back and and listened and were just blown away by the, you know, the Davy, the Brendan Voyage and yeah. the Inland Pipes. And like, you, you must still get, I'm getting tingles just thinking about that. Yeah, definitely. And it was so nice. We'd worked so hard during the year. It was just so nice to see that pay off over there. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Yeah. Tomas, are you just like bursting with pride that you can just sit back here now and that your two co-leaders of the Cork Youth Orchestra can actually take over and do all your media for you? Well, I wouldn't have spoken like that at their age. I think they're, <laughs> I think they're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and you so know, well like that is a testament to yeah. kind of like the training that ye have put in uh, over the last, God, I don't know, is it 20, 30 years? I mean, I know the Cork Youth Orchestra yeah, obviously right. is heading to celebrate, you know, 60. No, we're past 65. Past 65. Now. We're heading, heading on to 70 now. So. Is it the 70th that's coming up? Yeah, well, 70, not, we give us another four and a half years. There you, go. <laughs> <laughs> you, never know, you never know, you never know. 
But like to to think of what uh, a gift it has been to young musicians in Ireland. Yeah. Not just Cork, because yeah. like when you think um, about you know, the past players who've gone through, whose first orchestral experience was with the Cork Youth Orchestra, who've gone on to, you know, cherish life as musicians. I mean, I was talking a minute ago before we started, Emer and Ellen have both said potentially music is the career they're, you know, dreaming of following. And it it is part of the tapestry, the Cork Youth Orchestra, that has put these experiences in their way at such a young age, which show them this is possible. Yeah, well, we put professional productions on. You know, we have proper proper equipment, proper sound, proper lighting, proper screens. Uh, you know, we've, we've got we've wireless headphones to re- to to rehearse with tracks if we have the tracks, and we're you know we do an awful lot of that. You know, it 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 increases uh, quick learning and promotes quick learning, and uh, you know, um, it's it is really in a, it's been it's been a transformation to to today. You know. Um, the, um, we we do have a for the we have a, something unique actually talking about past members John O'Connor uh, from the School of Music um, he, uh, John is the uh, uh, the head of the the, the wind department in the um, in the School of Music and uh, John wrote a, a, a piece called Toy Shop for his nephew or for his grandson Max I think Max is four so Max is going to be at the first performance of Toy Shop in City Hall on the first matinee of course it will be playing all matinees and it's going to be animated by Sean O'Brien who's currently furiously drawing all the new artwork for this brand new piece and we're delighted to be first to play it okay. and it features a percussion seven percussionist and it's a little cameo it's four minutes and it's just beautiful what I want to interject here now is for people to get the dates in their head very clearly very clearly, because, like I said, I was talking about people that I know that were booking Panto back in September. Okay. I know that booking has already been insane for the snowman because yeah. people come along. It's a whole family thing. They sit down. You're going to watch the film of the snowman on screen. It's narrated by Evelyn Grant. Um, so, so beautifully. She's like yes. just Chris. She's like Mrs. Claus reading this story and, uh, the orchestra play. The soundtrack live the while they're watching to, to the, the movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. And it is just one of the most electric, fizzling, exciting and joyful experiences that whole families come and share. Yeah. And because there's always so much demand and because it's always selling out, you've got extra performances. So let's give people the dates well, now. The, the four dates are Saturday and Sunday, the 9th and 10th of December, 12 and 2 o'clock every day are both days. But the 2 o'clock on Sunday is sold out. There are few, fewer than 300 tickets left for the other three concerts. One of them is is quite small, actually. I expect it'll be sold out in about 10 days. Um, the Nighttown concert is sold out last week. Yeah. Uh, we'll do the snowman at night as well. Uh, you know, we'll have Polar Express. We'll have Christmas Festival. Three quarters of the matinees is, is in darkness. You're at the cinema. Yeah. We're under, all the orchestra players have their own little lights. All you see is the screen. It's a magical experience. And that's why it is, it is magical. And we'll have the wonderful Performers Academy Youth Choir, who are being prepared by Irene uh, Warren and also Michelle de Faubert, you know, and big thanks to them and for their choirs, to their, their choristers to work with us. Um, Sean O'Brien, as, as I said, is working away on new new art every year. You see, I know what you're what talking doing. about and, yeah. you know, people who've been before, but other people wouldn't have a clue who Sean O'Brien is and what we're talking about with the art. Like, this is just insane. Like, he is the most incredible artist. Yeah. Again, another one of our Cork orchestral family, yeah. uh, you know, alumni. He's yeah. the most amazing musician himself. He creates these little live cartoons 
and he's, he's drawing live while the orchestra is playing and it is all being projected on screen. That's right, but he's promoting, oh. mu- he's, pro- he's promoting music. Yes. He's pr- promoting the learning of music and he's displaying in his cartoons or in his animations, it's all about instruments and most of them are jokes. <laughs> it's there. funny and yeah. he's just a funny person you know and it it is he, we've we've produced a book together you know we have our own we have we have put all the drawings in a book that's for sale we also have our own christmas cards and they all feature the drawings we've got two sets of of 10 we've got 20 christmas cards if anyone wants to buy them you know i so, sent them around to everybody yeah. last year and i was just so excited to be sending them cork youth orchestra yeah. christmas cards they're they're adorable and always Sean's drawings they're just they they, you know they're they're frameable really you know i was kind of disgusted to be posting them all <laughs> <laughs> can I jump in and it, can I just in, interrupt this stream for a second because yeah. I'll be murdered if I don't mention this but we wouldn't be here except for our junior Cork Youth Orchestra yes. which is 75 members and they rehearse before us on a Saturday and they're conducted by my wonderful wife Terry McCarthy and t- Terry uh, does they're doing their annual concert up in the North Cathedral uh, with the Dundanian singers and uh, in the North at half past four on Sunday the 3rd of December and the conductors of the North Cathedral Choir and the Dundanian singers will be Terry McCarthy and Susan Ormond. Okay, and we're it's going free, to take it's a free concert, and you could donate on the exit. But that's all was packed out. But that's next Sunday. Okay, we've oh. thrown a lot of information at people there. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a quick break, and when we come back after the break, we'll be able to recap on some of that for people because if we have got the message out today, which is the most important message, no guys, you need to book it. You need to book it. We'll tell you how you can do that again <laughs> right after this. <laughs> The Arts House on Cork's 96FM and C103. And you're welcome back to the show with Selmery and Connor with you until 10. Also joined in studio now by Tomás McCarthy, Director of the Cork Youth Orchestra and by the two co-leaders, Emer Nicholker and Ellen Crowley in studio chatting ahead of the Snowman concerts coming up in December. Uh, Tomás, I said we'd get the details kind of really clear for people, so let's do that now. So the details are, we're Cork Youth Orchestra performing the Snowman, Magical Christmas Matinees, City Hall Cork, Saturday the 9th and Sunday the 10th of December at 12 and 2, but the 2 o'clock on Sunday is sold out. Okay, so There are about 300 tickets left for the other three concerts and they're moving at a rate of, they'll probably be sold out by Friday or Saturday next week. So where do people buy the tickets? Tickets.ie, there are some in Pro Musica and there are a small number in the Pavilion at Ballygarvan, but you get them in those two areas. Okay, now, and can we remind people again now of the Junior Cork Youth Orchestra, that concert detail? Yes, the jun- our, our younger orchestra, the Junior Cork Youth Orchestra are doing a charity concert up in the North Cathedral on next Sunday the 3rd and it's a free entry, but I think you donate on the... Next on Sunday? The next the 3rd of December, that's Sunday week. Sunday week, Sunday yes. Week. Yeah. My, my apologies. <laughs> that's Sunday. all right. It's okay. And that's, that's kicking off at? At half past four. Half past four, but it's free and people would you know, be lovely yeah, to make a donation. Two choirs, yeah. the Cathedral Choir and the Dun- Dundanian Singers with conductors Terry McCarthy and Susan Normand. And then we're on the following weekend. And I have to say as well, um, you know, we were talking there last Christmas, you let me sneak into the rehearsals with Keandra Crow because I was in the middle of chemo at the time and so I couldn't go to the concert. Um, but like, what a great year he's had and you had him last Christmas as well. Sold out. Minute his name was mentioned, so we were, you know, we were tr- thrilled that Kian back came came back to play with us, and that he's after setting up Musgrave Park. But folks, he was with us last Christmas, and we had a thousand lucky people, and he played his 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 first his one and only orchestral gig. So we had the pieces orchestrated by Paul Frost, and I have two videos um, that have been edited. They're being edited for the last twelve months. They're in about their eleventh edit, and I've showed it to the orchestra, and we will be putting out. We've got permission to put out a segment of that in the near future. Uh, and it's they're stunning. 
Okay, who's that's walking quite incredible. And it's amazing. That's quite incredible. Listen, guys, thank you all so much for coming in. The thank best you. of luck thank to you, you with the concerts, and uh, we'll remind people about those for anything that might be left. But in the meantime, Connor, will you swing a microphone there uh, for me? And what I want you to do is uh, tell us about anything else that's still left that we might be able to squeeze in before we wrap up. Yeah, well, I suppose there's a lot of um, stuff going on commemoration concerts and all that like yourself during the week in City Hall the International Film Festival in partnership with UCC is bringing together souls and shadows and that's reminiscences on Ireland's revolution so uh, basically if you want to see Konstantin Markovich Michael Collins and Eamon de Valera reflecting on Ireland's past you'll be in the company of Jim O'Mahony playing Michael Collins Jean Van Sinderen Law playing the Countess and Ethan Dillon as Dev and there will be a question and answer session after, so you can talk to them themselves they're going to be using live sorry Pathé footage live in front of this once-off performance at 6 o'clock on Tuesday in the Triscoll it sounds brilliant altogether it sounds like something that'll be just it's a once-off event really special yeah, okay yeah. And I think that's all we've time for this morning. Yeah. It has just been such a pleasure to actually hit the ground running with Christmas. And I know that elmarie.ma at 96fm.ie is the email for you to get all your Christmas concerts and Christmas markets notices in uh, between now and next Sunday. We'll chat to you then, guys. Have a blast of a week. Mind yourselves. The Arts House with Griffin's Potatoes for fantastic quality and great taste guaranteed. Choose Griffin's Potatoes, Purpinks and Roosters.